We're rolling now. Uh, welcome back to Filmcraft Podcast. It's a special one. I'm Matt Ralston, in case you know anyone listening didn't know. We've got our actor, Caleb. You want to introduce Hi. Timothy Cakebread, been here before, once. Oh yeah, you were on before, yep. right? But played Caleb in What We Don't Say, and we're here at the Full Bloom Film Festival, having a great time. Yeah, and we have a very awesome episode because, why don't you just introduce yourself? Oh, hi, um, I'm Kate Gordon, the festival director of the Full Bloom Film Festival. I tried to sound as robotic as possible. <laughs> You're getting like 50%. <laughs> Hello. And, and then we just came from an excellent screening of We Were Islands, and we have the director here as well. Do you want to... You don't have to be on the episode if you don't want to. I can't. Here I am. Rocky Lake El Nino. My name's Amrita Pivan, and my film is We Were Islands. And it's Woo-hoo. fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah. Really great. Yeah. So we only have a little bit of time because Kate has to get back for a Q&A session. She left the screenings <laughs> to be on the show, which is awesome. But we'll just start heavy right out of the gate. What can listeners do to get into film festivals? So first, it depends on the festival. Um, okay. Every festival is looking for something different. Um, they have a different selection process. Um, you know, so I think the first step is really knowing your audience. Um, in terms of the festival, um, as well as your target audience for your film, um, because that's really going to help. Um, We're constantly thinking of what is going to be good for our audience, um, but also what is going to challenge our audience. Um, So we do like to, we do like to kind of mix it up like that. Um, uh, You know, but if you're, if you're talking about just like, um, uh, I guess, strategies or communication or manners or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I think just being, um, you know, positive, communicative about your film, but not oppressive um, is a good thing. Um, you might not always get responses from film festivals, um, but they but they do still see it. And it is, I think it's a good thing. I was going to ask, because like Film Freeway, you have a section where you can write a cover letter. Do you read that? Absolutely. Or do you blow by that? I read it. Okay. So if, a, if a film didn't have one, is it negative points? It's not, um, you know, it, I like reading it because mm-hmm. I like having that extra insight. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, sometimes I'll read it after watching the film, um, just kind of like, you know, like a, so there are no spoilers also. But, yeah. um, but also, you know, it's just, it's just nice to see um, the passion behind the film. Um, but it's not, it's not at all necessary, and we have plenty of films that got in, um, you know, that didn't have a cover letter. Um, but I will say, it is good to fill out the rest of it. So, like, um, the synopsis, the credits, um, all the details, specifications. That part is, um, I think, a good requirement to have for yourself. Because we, uh, we get submissions that have just no information. It's just the screener. Um, and it's just the screener. And that's fine, but, um, but we do actually look at the other information as well. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Have you ever rejected anyone because of a bad cover letter or, or anything? Like, have, have you watched something and you're like, that's really good, and then seen a cover letter and you're like, this person seems like a total dick. <laughs> Does that happen? Um, no, it, um, not that I can recall anyway, but um, <laughs> most, most cover letters are, are, are good. Most cover mm-hmm. letters that I see are positive um, reinforcements for the filmmaker and and the film that they made. Um, they might be pretentious sometimes, but that's, <laughs> that, if that's the worst thing, you know. Not too um, bad. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. So the last question I actually have on cover letters, which I think I have too many questions on cover letters. Oh, okay. Uh, my <laughs> wife works as a, uh, she's a headhunting firm. She just recruits like CEOs and stuff like that. Wow. So she helped me write the cover letter for uh, everything we have on Film Freeway. And I always wondered, like, do you prefer if it's something that appears more businessy, like something that a person that's a headhunter would write? Or do you like it if a lot of personality shines through and it's a little less formal? Or do you have a preference? Um, so, so for us personally, because I can't speak for other festivals, totally. but um, we like personality. Yeah. We like personality. If you have both, like if you have part of it as like your personality, and then the rest of it being like here are my credentials, by the way, just mm -hmm. throwing that in there. That's cool. Um, but uh, but we like personality for sure. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and then another question I did have was if someone follows up with you in an email afterwards is it pretty much just like sending another cover letter or is it is it going to do anything for the filmmaker you know um you know it's it really does come back to whether or not the film fits with our festival you yeah. know but if we do get that follow-up email um it i think it helps a little um you know again even if you don't get a response it is seen um and sometimes if you don't get a response it's because um like we want to avoid seeming like we're playing favorites yeah um you know or, or giving people any any kind of indication that they have you know a, in. you know are in or yeah. not in you know we just don't want to muddy those waters at all um and then sometimes it also uh encourages folks and then if they don't get in they get pretty upset <laughs> so um you know but but all that is to say um I, I think that it's a it's a nice little thing to do, um, but don't go nuts with it. Yeah. I think one email is good. Um, saying that you want to come to the festival is, if it's true, is good. Do you get um, a lot of people lying about that? Not often. Okay, that's good. But sometimes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes they're like, I'm totally coming, and then I'm like, hey, we look forward to seeing you, and then they're like, oh, I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm like, dang. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a good thing. Cool. Um, other than making a good movie, what do you think is the best thing that a filmmaker can do to get a, a leg up and hopefully be accepted into more festivals? Um, I think maybe you touched on this already, but uh, or, I can't remember anything right now. Okay, but authenticity, <laughs> authenticity um, originality, something that um, is nuanced about the film, um, because you do see a lot of the same stories over and over again. Um, and, uh, and it's really about, uh, you know, again, like kind of getting your personality across. Um, if you have a unique story that also helps or, or a, a unique way of telling a story, um, whether it's visual or in the structure of the narrative itself. Um, but, um, but really infusing it with something that like you watch it and you know who that filmmaker is. Um, so not like auteur necessarily, mm -hmm. but like, you know. Again, in, in addition to having like a nice production value, you know, not, you know, like beautiful film, nice cinematography, whatever, um, good sound, <laughs> that's yeah. important actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, really important. Um, yeah, so uh, I totally forget where I was going with that. But uh, yes, being authentic is a, is a big part of it. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that like the film festival, you have a, a kind of flavor and you you know, you make up your selection based around uh, movies, certain movies fit into it, others don't. If there was something that was just, you know, like 
you kind of, you had one horror film for the opening the short which was awesome there's that spanish horror film mm. which i cannot pronounce so i'm not even going to try but you it was fantastic I, i'm not a hundred percent sure how to pronounce it either so okay so i'm in not going to butcher it yeah in the so i mean it's, it's like bay or by leora bay leora yeah. i will destroy any any name that has any kind <laughs> of nuance at all and i apologize ahead of time no no not at all um that one's like i loved it i really really loved it but it is different from the rest of the shorts that were in there so my question is if someone has a movie that doesn't quite fit i guess the the demographic of movies that you're going for with the festival how good does that movie have to be for you to consider it even though it's not really like anything else that you're going to have in the festival or is it just like that's way too out there we're not going to go there it you know um <laughs> So with uh, the Full Bloom Film Festival, at least, um, we custom build the program every year. So it, it totally depends on the submissions we get. If we do get something really out there um, or, or like really deep into a genre and it doesn't fit with anything else, if it's a short film, it is difficult. It's more difficult to program for us because we, we, package, <laughs> we package films together that, um, you know, that play well together, we think. Um, that film was in the art house cinema session. So there was a lot of like, um, so we showed it opening night to kind of give a medley, like a different taste of like all the different sessions it, we it were worked well, um, I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but that was in an art house session that had a lot of like kind of different. Yeah, the experiment. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, and, and like really, really nice visuals as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that answered your question. <laughs> no, no, it did. It did. It did. Um, cool. Do you guys have any questions that from you know making a film or even acting in a film that you have wanted to ask film festivals or like practical information of what we try and do with the podcast is try and give the listeners like most practical information and that's kind of what I'm digging out with questions. Is there anything through making films or acting that you've always wanted to know about film festivals? Oh, I have a question. And it was before I started submitting to festivals, I had heard, like, the rumor is that you sort of have to know programmers to get into festivals, that, you, that like, cold kind of applying to festivals is, like, is, has a really high fail rate. And um, I don't know any programmers. And so when I started submitting, of course, there was, like, rejection after rejection after rejection. But then when I started getting into festivals, I didn't know anybody there. Right. And then the festivals, I've known, like, two or three where I actually knew programmers. I reached out to them via email very personal, nice email, said, hey, just want to let you know, submitted, here's a little bit about the film, did not get into those festivals, but mm. uh, do you think there's any truth to that? There could be. Um, so it's not necessarily the case here. Right. Um, and that can be controversial, especially if it's a local filmmaker. Mm. Um, and, you know, because we do want to support local, um, but we also want to have a certain level of quality that we exceed with our films. Yes. Um, and, and we're at that stage where we can really be that selective as well. Um, and uh, because this is for our regional audience, but also for the filmmakers who come into town um, to network and meet each other and see you know, films. Although we have a couple filmmakers who have met at other festivals as well, which I find fascinating. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, so it means we're, we're doing something right. Um, but, uh, you know, so, so it's, it can be for other festivals, um, not so much the case here. And, and if you've gotten in in the past, 
it's not a 100% guarantee that your next film is going to get in. Um, we might be like, we really want you to come back and just hang out. You know, we want to see you again. You know, but your film didn't fit with the program this year. We're so sorry. You know, so that might happen um, and has happened, actually. Yeah, you told a story the other night. We won't get into it. We won't. It, it, was, it was a good story to tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's heartbreaking. It's really hard. You know, because we we really um, we really know how much goes into all of these films, and and we've been on the other side of it as well. Uh, so, you know, so we we get it, um, and maybe that's why we're a little we're a little more sensitive to it. But but it still um, does not. <laughs> we're still like oh, but still no. <laughs> but we love you. But no. <laughs> uh, one question I wanted to ask was <laughs> about shorts. And you always, I want to know if it's true, you always kind of hear like longer shorts are really hard to program. They are. I, I kind of got the, <laughs> the vibe that they were, but can you expand on that and maybe give an answer as to why? Sure. Um, so I, I might be repeating myself from earlier conversations and I apologize, but, right. um, but I, kind of, I kind of see it as like, um, kind of like a piece of literature, a short a short film is kind of like a short story um, and therefore needs to be told in a certain way in a certain amount of time or pages, if you will. Um, whereas a feature is kind of more like a novel. And I feel like novellas do not really fit in here. Um, and that's what that 30 minute short film is. You know, the 20, 30, sometimes 40 minute short film. Because our, our you know, ours, our cutoff I think is, is 40 or 50 minutes and it becomes a feature. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's just, it's tough to program because um, because it takes up such a huge chunk of that one short film block. Yeah. You know, so it has to be, we really, 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 really want to show this film. Yeah. And then we will possibly design a block around it just because we want to show that film. Because we have had some where it's uh, it's like 30 minutes long, but it felt like it was 10. Yeah. Um, it's just that that good of a film. Um, and so it didn't make a difference. Um, a 30 minute short also can feel a bit, it can feel like 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, and so it needed to be edited down either in the writing stage or you know, um, in post-production, um, which is really, really hard to do, I know. Because you have like your baby, like your moments in the film that you absolutely love and sometimes you have to let go of them. Yeah. So it, is one of the aspects of it, you're looking at say a 30 minute short and you're like, I really like this, but I really like these six other Exactly, shorts. exactly. Yeah. You know, and so, and so that really is, that really is, uh, and I meant to say that too, but that is part of it um, <laughs> because it's a trade-off, yeah. you know, so it's like outweighing, you know, this versus this. Mm. Um, but again, it's like, since we custom build the program, like, you know, anything is possible, but it's also harder to cover. I will also say it's harder to cover um, that many cover? short films. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, in the selection process. Oh. Um, with our selection committee, 30-minute um, short films, getting like 200 of those <laughs> is, you know. It's a lot of time. Yeah, it's a lot, you know. Um, and so, and, and yeah. And we want to treat every film with respect, and so it's like it just takes takes a lot of time to do those. And so we're like, oh god, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is really cool though. Yeah. So. So if you're gonna make a thirty minute short, make sure it's amazing. Right. Have Have there be a reason that it's that long? Yeah. Um. 
have intention in everything that you do with the film um, and, and not just because you like the way that one shot looks or you wanted to extend the scene because, you know, wow, that one day, you know, our lead actress had an amazing breakthrough and just nailed it in that one scene, but oh crap, it doesn't actually fit in the flow of the film and it's just dragging it out, <laughs> you know, and, and I've, I've spoken with a few filmmakers where that's happened um, and they actually cut the they cut that scene and like got into Telluride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he got feedback from like his uh, classmates and, and they were like, just feels like that's taking too long right there. And he was like, okay, well maybe I'll cut it. And it was like this really like heartbreaking moment um, in the film, um, but he cut it and then got into a bunch of film festivals. So, yeah. you know? <laughs> so he'll always have that moment though for himself. <laughs> I remember um, consulting with a filmmaker from Vancouver and he's like, I just made this feature. It was pretty close to the final cut. He's like, I really want to know what you think of it. And he sent it to me. It's experimental, which experimental is not really my jam. But I remember it's, it's 90 minutes, but there was shots where it'd be like five minutes of just a puddle and nothing <laughs> happens. And I'm like, I, again, like experimental is not my jam, so I don't know what you're going for. But I was like, five seconds of that, it's a beautiful shot five minutes it's maybe not the best yeah um, was he just trying to get to the 90 minute mark do you think that might be why he i don't know i don't know i never <laughs> ended up asking i told him like you know i think there was some stuff that i would cut from it um there was some really beautiful stuff too like the shots he got were really really nice but they don't need to be five minutes long you yeah know? at that point it should be an installation um <laughs> yeah you know like an art yeah. installation totally. um you know if, if I, my first thought is he's probably just trying to make the audience uncomfortable. Could be. And, and like, just like take that time to look into that puddle and like get deep in thought and then start feeling really uncomfortable. And not know what to do. Kind of like when you're in an elevator and one person turns around. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I think of with that. Anyway, I digress. He was wanting people to explore our inner puddles. Oh, yeah. That's deep. It's a meditation. Very deep, Very deep yeah. puddles. <laughs> so on the note of like 30 minutes short you gotta make sure it's really really good it's the same to be said for like a three hour or a one hour feature it's like you, you, you always hear of like the 90 minute sweet spot right so it's the one hour like it, that's gonna be hard to program because then you have this other half hour left over and at the same point is it like two or three hours is kind of pushing it yeah we've kind of negotiated with that a little bit even this year um, okay. uh, like uh, our our screening block called um, well it's, it's called Fading Portraits because it qualified as a feature film but it's on the shorter end um, or no wait I'm not thinking of that one I'm thinking of Chairman Jones sorry about that okay. Chairman Jones and Beating the Odds um, so Chairman Jones is on the shorter end um, and uh, and Beating the Odds is a longer short <laughs> so they happened to work together and it was that exact thing where the feature was an hour and the short was a half hour okay. and we happened to be able to marry that um, got lucky <laughs> got lucky um, you know but again it was like that was just you know one of the programming choices that we happened to make um, but otherwise we might just like, like kind of front load with a, like a couple of short films we've had yeah. we've done that a couple times so when you're coming to your your notification date, you're going to tell people who got in and who didn't. Are you making up a mock schedule like this to make sure that everything's going to fit together? Everything has a yeah. place already. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and so that's why um, <coughs> it's it's funny. Um, we really want to announce schedules like as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, 
but sometimes we um, get non-responsive filmmakers when we need our exhibition <laughs> copy. It's the most bizarre thing. Um, it's like you applied to this. Thing. Yeah. Like, so weird. You asked, you specifically emailed us before even submitting and then you submitted and then, you know, it was confusing and I felt a little bit misled. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so we do, we do try to make sure everything has a place um, before, before sending out those acceptance emails. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Um, just out of curiosity, because I've always wondered, your notification date is like June 1st, let's say. Are you mm -hmm. working on it right till then, or do you know a couple weeks before pretty much what's in and what isn't? Should I answer truthfully? Uh, that's okay. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, um, I'm being super honest here. Yes, we're working up until that date. Okay. Um, because, because, you need because, to. You know, and it's kind of like when you're working on, you know, editing your film, mm. like, you know, you have to have that cutoff date, you know, but you might just want to keep tweaking it like over and over again. Um, and that's kind of what we do with the program. Mm. Um, and it's, and it's also hard, you know, the, we have a great selection committee. Um, the other great thing about them is that they like a ton of different things. Mm. And so someone will rate something really high and the next person will rate it not so high. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so we have to find that balance, um, you know, and then it'll be the opposite with like another film. And so we're like trying to go through and find that right balance for our audience. Um, uh, Cause we have a pretty good cross section in our, in our selection committee. Um, but even so, you know, so that's why, you know, it's like, well, why in them out, you know, this one versus this one, you know, which one would really work with the program yeah. better. Um, anyway. No, makes sense. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm curious, just on a personal note, because I've wondered, I've done this a couple times, if a filmmaker gets a hold of you, you know, like three weeks to your notification date, and they're like, hey, I just want to give you an update, we got into all these other film festivals, like just, I've done it a couple times, being like, hey, because I'm trying to make myself more desirable as of the film and a filmmaker, right? Hopefully they'll say, you know, yeah, you've gotten all into all this, great, like you'll have a bit more of a name, and maybe that'll help you get in, but I also don't wanted to be interpreted as me just like emailing and bragging <laughs> about stuff. Yeah. So do emails like that help or do they influence anything or is it just kind of like, hey, good for you. We're still going to do what we were going to do anyways. Um, more so the latter, however, um, but it is, I, I think it's good to just, again, you know, shoot the email without the expectation yeah. of a response, but, you know, just sending it, just being like, hey, checking in, just want to remind you, you know, like, you know, we got into these festivals and we're really looking forward to hearing back, you know, on your submission date, whatever. Um, you know, just like kind of bringing more attention to your film can yeah. sometimes, although now I realize I'm going to be getting like a ton more emails. <laughs> um, you know, but just bring like that other little bit of attention, you know, because it, it indicates that you care about whether or not you get into the festival. Again, that's just us. Mm -hmm. I've spoken with other festivals where they don't care at all. Okay. It makes zero impact, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know, but but you know, we're we're more like home style. We mm -hmm. like we like the personal aspect of it. I have another question. If a film has been to a lot of festivals already, does that sort of sway you more in the direction of wanting to program it? Is that a factor at all, or maybe if it's won some awards already, is that kind of playing into your decision at all? Uh, you know, a little bit. Okay. We it's it's cool to see. It's cool to be like, oh. Oh, they, you know, screen it like, you know, uh, Santa Barbara Film Festival or, you know, Tribeca, whatever. Um, and uh, so it's cool to see, 
but it's it it's not a guarantee you know so it's it's just again it's like it's just like a nice little added layer to the cake mm-hmm. <laughs> the cake that you were baking of your film <laughs> submission um but um yeah so i mean i think it's a good thing to include but i wouldn't say that it's it's going to really be the determining factor one way or the other um and for some bigger festivals it might be a deterrent actually what is that um, they like to show films, you know, so they like to show premieres. Right. Um, and so um, they don't cool. want to show something that everyone else in the festival circuit has seen already mm-hmm. um, because, like, all the industry folks that they're bringing in have already seen them yeah. at, you know, Toronto. Mm-hmm. And then they're coming, you know, down to New York and they're like, well, you know, we don't want to program the same exact films that Toronto right. had. You know, but if it's a really amazing, like, feature or a really amazing short, you know, that does happen. You know, you do get overlap. Um, but with the bigger festivals, like industry German festivals, that might be that might be a factor mm-hmm. in the other direction. Right. Which I think some people don't realize. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we're the three of us are like, okay, we should see that. Again. <laughs> I got, I got well, rejected from all of those before I applied to the other. Yeah, ones, so I knew that there was yeah. not any chance of like, oh, it's not a big deal that your world premieres. Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes it's about like, you know, okay, so you really, 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 just for the hell of it, want to submit to Sundance right. or Cannes because you're masochist. You know? yeah. Because yeah, because you just you know you wanna you wanna swing for the fences and like just take a shot in the dark, see yeah. what happens. Um, you know, sometimes it's about timing out your submissions so that, like, you submit to those first, mm-hmm. and then That's you can do the waterfall. That's a huge pain in the ass, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, you know, so that you have, like, kind of this cascading effect of, mm-hmm. like, okay, so, you know, if that is a determining factor for that festival, yeah. it's not going to, it's not going to be a problem now if I get into these other ones. Right. Yeah. That actually leads to what I was going to ask you next. So it's a situation we're actually finding ourselves in now in a certain city, which I won't name, but uh, we're applied to a few festivals in that city. And the one is very, very um, adamant that they have the premiere of the region, Mm. but their notification date is after the other ones. Mm. So just out of curiosity, if someone was to get a hold of you and said like, hey, I really want to do your festival and your notification date is upcoming, but I just heard from this festival, which is right around, you know, like a kilometer away, that I'm in there, and just said, like, am I, is there a chance I'm getting in this, or am I, like, cut already? Would you be like, look, man, you're probably not going to get in, or we haven't decided, or where would you fall in, in that response? Um, so it depends on how far apart the festivals are, um, mm-hmm. because if they occur kind of close together, um, I would say wait and see what happens with that other notification. And so I'm putting myself in the terrible position by saying that. Um, but it's happened to us where um, they submitted to us, um, but this other festival had re- wanted regional premiere status, um, and so they pulled their film from us because um, we are, you know, we're, we're, you know, again, we're like not an industry film festival. Um, but that's kind of what we what we thrive on and we thrive on the fact that we're not like industry driven and we actually you know just have a passion for film and want folks to have those conversations all weekend mm-hmm. um uh you know and then maybe in the future we'll bring netflix here you know <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see how it pans out um but yeah <laughs> cool um, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah uh, but but also just a, a little addendum to that yeah i wouldn't reach out to the festival after getting in until you know for sure about the other one mm-hmm. um so yeah that that one 
Yeah, that's all the questions I have. Do you guys yeah. have anything else? I had a question just in terms of, have you had a number of instances where say just an actor is the primary representative for a film? Or just in terms of whether it's scheduling or whatever it is, or, you know, people are based out of different locations now all over Canada and the States and just, you know, oh, if the filmmaker is working on something, but the actor is, you know, based out of New York and is a New York based film festival, something like that. Like, have you had instances where actors are the primary representative for the film and just that's yeah. the yeah, um, so we, we have had that. We've had it where like the DP and the editor are the primary representatives um, or the grip, you know, so I'm like, <laughs> you know, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, come on in, guys. Um, yeah, so um, again, you know, just speaking for us, uh, yeah, we, we still love that. Um, you know, just having someone here um, to represent the film, um, you know, the, the folks who attend the film festival get super jazzed about meeting anyone who's associated with the film. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think that, um, I think that that's still a good thing. Um, yeah. and, and completely acceptable, uh, you know, for bigger festivals. I think, I think even for bigger festivals, it's still a good thing. It's okay. I'll come back. I'll come back. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, I think, I think just, um, having equal respect for the festivals as you have for your film. Um, is a good policy to go by. Um, you know, regardless of how big or small it is, uh, a lot goes into that as well. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, if your film gets in, it's, it's because like they really care about it. Um, and, uh, and so just kind of reciprocating that, that respect, I think is, is a, it, I mean, I would hope that it's everyone's policy. Mm. Um, sometimes it's not, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, but you know, just do, just do your thing, you know, be, be your best self. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's awful. Um, yeah, no, just be, you know, but yeah, have that authentic voice in your films and you'll go, you'll go, you'll go far. <laughs> Can't, I'm, Actually, I'm totally just like a nice right Oprah. Now. Wow. Someone get this whole show. Oh God. <laughs> probably just like hate myself. <laughs> yeah, you can cut that. <laughs> uh, Please cut all of that. I did have one other question come to mind actually. Has it ever happened, or do you ever think it would happen if you accepted, say, uh, a feature into a festival and then a week later they're like, oh, we can't do it? So you, they pull that feature out and then you get to go back to someone that got rejected and was like, hey, psych, do you actually want to be a part of that? <laughs> we haven't done that yet. Um, if we had to, we would probably consider that because we do have. Um, like a short like, list? Yeah, we have we have a working list of like our top picks and um, I mean yeah, it sucks to be the person right below that line. Yeah. Um, it does. Um, but at the same time it kind of just you know, I would I would take it as a good thing, even mm. though it's kind of bittersweet. Um, it's like, oh I didn't make it the first time, but I made it the second time. It's like, you know, running in the Olympics and um, you know, you got gold, you know, because the guy who really won was disqualified you know so it's you know something like that but um uh yeah so um it, it is possible but um but rare i think that's fair that's fair yeah did you remember your question oh it's okay sorry we'll do it later all right so yeah thank you for 
you know, so thank you for having us here. And thank you so much. Yeah, to anyone yeah. listening, apply to Full Bloom. I'm not saying that because you're right here. Like, do everything about it has been top notch. And uh, just shucks. the way you treat every filmmaker is. I remember reading the uh, reviews of the festival right when we got in. It's like, wow, this seems really, really cool. And those reviews, like, aren't selling enough. You do great, great things for everyone here. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. And I, I've said this already, but I really wish we could do more, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, like, and like, like communication stuff, like, we're working on streamlining that because, like, you know, films get in and then it's, like, a bombardment of communication. And yeah. we're, like, you know, a two-man band um, mm-hmm. when it comes to the actual, like, coordinating filmmakers um so uh so all that's to say (laughs) if you get a delayed email from me it's not because i don't like you (laughs) yes yes but thank you i you know thank you we we love having you guys here it's been great likewise everyone apply to full bloom when do you open your next submissions january okay yeah there's another question what's i've seen some uh festivals it's like their festival wraps and they immediately open submissions. Why did you choose January? Um, we kind of based it off of some, we did research into mm-hmm. this um, and based it off of other regional festivals, um, uh, you know, just kind of doing like an early bird, mm-hmm. like two month long early bird for anyone who wants to submit. Sometimes also because right after, you know, our film festival in September, we got a couple folks between September in January that are like asking about submitting mm-hmm. and we kind of want to catch that because yeah. um, uh, we want to we want to watch more of your movies yeah. um, but you know the bulk of our submissions do tend to come in in that middle stretch you know between like March and, and June cool well yeah. when you open send me a message I'll share it everywhere oh yay yeah, thank you well no <laughs> full bloom they're awesome do you guys have any, any final words I'm good Awesome. Yeah, well, thank stuff. you. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for Thanks having for me. Let me be a part of this. No, no, of course, of course. Thanks for making an awesome movie and an awesome book. Aww. And an awesome actor. Aww, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>